But McConnell seems to be on a on a roll with just shrugging now. I mean, well, is is again welcome to see. Well, he's he's voted in favour of a motion, hasn't he? Which was ultimately voted down uh, by Senator Rand Paul, the only senator that is both uh, a politician and a blow pad uh, <laughs> simultaneously. Just turn him upside down. You're off and away. Uh, he and he suggested that his uh, the, the the impeachment was unconstitutional, and it was voted down by was it fifty five to forty five. So at least five Republicans have shown some spine, but McConnell voted for it. Yeah. Why? I don't know, but because a lot of Republicans, including uh, the anaphylactic counts from Sesame Street. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. And now saying it's pointless impeaching a president who's no longer president. No, we're doing it so he can never be president again. But that's the that's, equivalent. That's, yeah, but that's the equivalent of saying, oh, well, they've robbed our house now, so there's no point trying to catch them. I mean, because yeah. they've already nicked everything. It's a, or, it's a waste of time. Or, or in the UK, oh, 100,000 people have died from COVID. Uh, so why have an inquiry? They're already in the ground. Yeah, let's, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. No one's talking about that anyway. Let's move on. Well, I, I, we, uh, on, on the last uh, batch of episodes, we talked about Piers Morgan's almost daily viral video hit. What's her face? Teresa Coffey. Yeah. What, some government minister. She said, oh, we're all dying because we're an ageing population and we have obesity problems. And then Piers came in and he goes, <laughs> so you're saying it's the public's fault because they're old and they're fat. That's insulting, Piers. I can't believe you said that. I, I'm going now. I'm, I'm ending the interview. I gave you my time, and now I've got to go and do more. Hang on, love. Those were your words. <laughs> you just you just said, we have an ageing population, and we have an obesity problem, so we're old and fat. No, no, Piers, no. How, how dare you take what I said to you, uh, reflect it back on me, and make me look bad. How dare you? I'm just... Even Mitch McConnell has self-awareness. None of the Tory cabinet have. And of course, we've got riots in the Netherlands. Rutter's going soon. The Italian prime minister's just resigned today. Why, why yes. is Boris and his, and his uh, Wazak acolytes completely Teflon? 100,000 people are dead. There's as many people in Australia that have died through this whole crisis as have died in the UK yesterday. And when I say yesterday, at the time of recording... It's still gonna be right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to tempt fate, but if you get to the end of this series of uh, Married at First Sight Australia, I think the death toll could rack up. I tell you, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of drama coming there. Let me tell you, woof. Oh, it's, it's extraordinary. But no, I think the thing you say about Mitch McConnell might have self awareness that that is one of the prime sort of sort of tenets of, of a turtle. He he will fail the Turing test though for being human. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was just gonna say, but what 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 the, none of them seem to have is a conscience. So th- therefore, it's it swings around. Right, you give with one hand, you take with the other. So it, it's it's just. A, I mean, you know, I, ha- I had a very weird sensation that I felt sympathy for friend and and regular uh, topic of discussion on this podcast, Hat Mancock, the other day, because he was rolled out of cryogenic storage, presumably to make space for Mike Pence, and to to do all the the Sunday morning shows. And I didn't watch him because I thought, no, it's fine. And I just thought... Right, hang on. He's been ill. He's been self-isolated. Yeah, self-isolated. Uh, he's been away self-isolated. Away from the world. And you've immediately rolled him out to try and articulate the government's position uh, as it stood on, on Sunday morning because he's done such a brilliant job of it up until now. But then I suppose who else could they have rolled out? Because, of course, Grant Shapps 
or whatever he's calling himself this week, uh, is dealing with the biggest COVID outbreak of any workplace, I think, in the country, which appears to have happened at the Department for Transport. That's why you shouldn't use public transport because, you know, if not even there. Well, he's sorting out all the Kent permits, isn't he? Yes. Kent, Kent, Kent permits, actually. He's, he's to be one of the new uh, main anchors on the soon-to-be-launched GB News. <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Kent permits. Kent permits here, bringing you the latest. Um, but I think, do you know what? I, I was thinking about this, that in the framing it within the idea of you know, Frank Lampard, and I've read quite a bit since he got the, <laughs> I got the sack now. And obviously there were certain forces at work, as is the way at Chelsea, that were just not quite players that weren't quite buying into what he was doing and he wasn't talking to them and all, and all the rest of it. And I think, it, but this, you could absolutely extrapolate that to the entire country and say that actually, if you've got a manager who gets, who, who has the players eating out of his hands, players really, really, get behind is immensely popular and, and the players love what he does Mourinho at, at Chelsea the first time round Pep Guardiola for example at Barca you know all this y- you get a lot more results and I'm just thinking I wonder we're, we're a nation at the minute of Chelsea players because we don't seem to be able to get behind there's no confidence in what is going on from the people that are in the jobs that require responsibility and there's I know there's a, a element that you've got to take pride in your work and pride in your self-responsibility and all that I get that but I'm just thinking when you have such little faith in the people that are actually employed elected in mm. this case to do the jobs these jobs because they continue to make so many mistakes how is it we're just we're just a nation of people that are just desperate you know they've lost the dressing room as the, the I'm trying, football I'm trying to work out who Boris is in this instance. Is Boris Roman Abramovich? Boris is or, Mike Bassett. Of course. Or Alan Perrin. Oh, my Lord. All right, um, Gavin, Gavin Williamson. Gavin Williams is, Williamson is, is Christian Gross. So he's no, like, Avram Grant. Avram yeah. Grant. Hatman Cock is, is Mike Walker during his stint at, at Everton. Um, <laughs> Grant Shapps is Bruce Rio. S- somebody has to be Sam Allardyce at Newcastle. Or some, or some Allardyce at Everton, actually. No, I, I, think, I think Ian Duncan Smith is Sam Allardyce, but from uh, Bolton days. No, hang on. Ian Duncan Smith is Christian Gross. Oh, God, yes. He but, is. But, but I've never seen IDS ever wear a bubble puffer jacket, which, of course, <laughs> Christian Gross brought to the UK. I, I've been thinking about this with your uh, hat mancock. Boris has had this brewing in his back pocket for years because what, what was... His crowning glory. You're making it sound like a rotting tissue there that he should have taken well, a, a rotting handkerchief. What was, what was Boris's... That, that, that'll be fine for another week. I've only slotted on that one once. What was his crowning glory from being mayor of London? Um, oh, well, it's either the Garden Bridge, bendy buses, or getting stuck in a zip wire what, um, he... with the two flags in his hand at the Olympics. I think it's got to be that, hasn't it, surely? He got rid of the bendy bus. What did, did he, he replace bus? it with? Did he replace it with a bunch of buses that didn't work? Did, but they do work. The new Routemasters, which new are the Boris buses. He invented, he he spent millions of pounds worth of Transport for London's cash to create the new Boris bus. Just so, if he ever became Prime Minister, he could throw people under it. <laughs> and that's poor Very good. Hat Mancock. Just go to this stop. Why? Woof. Woof. Fuck you. Poor Hat Mancock. Hat Mancock reminds me of a kid at school who was bullied mercilessly, and he's he's gonna be scarred for life. Hat Mancock can be no older than what eleven now. 
Oh yeah, well, I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking of an opportunity there for Sadiq Khan because there's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely something that his his re-election thing because Sadiq can, but but he he really is a transportation. He he could lend something from his forefathers and bring, you know, the multiculturalism that we all love from Indian culture be brilliant, and bring it inspire in some way a fleet of magic carpets that could jet around London, that would be brilliant because that would literally unleash a whole new world. That would be brilliant. And that would alleviate the the, the capital's uh, transportation issues. Apart from um, the slight racial insensitivity there, Mike. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, yeah, I did think that. There is a bit culturally in a sense there. But, 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 this, but my theory stands. That would it only could, work. It could be hoverboards, but... That would only work if we could get Peebo Bryson back to do a whole new world with <coughs> Katie Price. Yeah, with Katie Price, yeah. Otherwise... Yeah. I'm not going for it. No, it needs that. I'm out. So it's got to, it's got to have some big concert on the mall. Yeah. yeah, with a sort of a fleet of them swooping in majestically across Admiralty Arch down the mall, and then there's Peter and Katie reunited, <laughs> singing it completely off key. Even Liz comes out of the house going, "What the bloody hell's going on out there?" Well, I think you've been. Who's this woman caterwauling down my outside my front door? You're being a bit unfair there to to Peter. Peter Andre. Peter. He he was never off key. He was never <laughs> off pitch. Peter Andre is one of the greatest entertainers Ooh. of the with, last 30 years. <laughs> with a special guest appearance from Bob Laranks. <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't even find him. They couldn't find him. When Mysterious Girl was sent to number one by Chris Moyles. <laughs> <laughs> And as what was the what was the thing back in the charts back in our hearts? Um, yeah, they couldn't find Bubble Ranks. Oh man, they they tried to get him because on top of the pops that week, and they couldn't find him. <laughs> no idea. Nobody had any idea where he was, and it was only seven years. Much to my, I don't know if it's uh, shame. Do you remember the second single from Peter Andre, which was Flavor? <laughs> Yes. Party all night. Yeah. In the video, which I think was either recorded in Miami or Los Angeles, he was wearing a... No shirt. No shirt. He wasn't wearing a shirt, surely. No, he was wearing a shirt, but he was wearing a hockey shirt uh, (laughs) from St. Louis. (laughs) And I had that same shirt. That is a claim to fame. So I thought, in my own little way, I looked a little bit like Peter Andre. A little bit like... Well, didn't he then have a follow-up hit, which was number one as well, which was... Because, of course, Mysterious Girl, the first time, it only got to number two. Obvious joke there, just insert it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, you wish. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he have one, was, was it called So Natural, which reached number one as yes. well? Yes. That, that might have been the second song. That, that, that was I think Flavour came yeah. so he had, he, after he did, the re-release. That's it. Yeah, so he had, he had Massive Summer Tune, Mysterious Girl, then Flavour, which is kind of the R&B kind of pop hit, and then So Natural, which was The Ballad. Hmm. And he wore, if memory serves me correctly for that, he wore either on the cover or on the video, one or the other, an enormous Aaron sweater. He looked like a sheep, <laughs> he looked like a Highland sheep farmer. He really did. He, he looked like Portland Bill. It was absolutely ridiculous. But and he always coupled that with putting Vaseline in his hair. Yeah, I, I did. I did see him perform live once. It was at the now sadly defunct BRMB. We were a parish which we were formerly of, and um, it was the BRMB Music Jam of nineteen ninety seven, which took place at the NEC in that there Birmingham. And it was one of those huge 
of huge radio station pop concerts that used to happen when there were radio stations. And and he it was headlined by the Spice Girls. It was a phenomenal lineup. It was Ant and Deck singing one of the one as one of them. They they, they did um, ninety seven. They had done Stepping Stone. They did Shout, which was there. So oh, was, and he was on as well. I mean, it was it was a great line. Clock Damage. Clock Clock Kavanagh Dodgy Louise. Um, That's Dodgy the band. And Louise is in Redknapp, no, not Louise. Dodgy Louise, well, now, who is a different girl. No. Uh, a bit like Sticky Vicky. Well, funny enough, I don't think she mind me telling you this, but the missus says to me this morning, or was the first thing she said before she even got out of bed for, for us to have our obligatory morning brew, was that she'd had a dream last night that, she, that Eternal had reformed and she'd been asked to replace Louise. <laughs> Which, uh, <sighs> but Lu- Louise... Obviously, by this point, was was it was well known that she was going out with Jamie Redknapp. She'd been going out with him for a while, and What's the host doing naked. naked. Yeah, I think she would have done that. Yeah, yeah. Naked. Arms around the world, possibly. Yeah. Oh, that was a good tune. And she came up, and, and after the thing, she was interviewed by the two hosts of the concert, Elliot Webb and Carlos. Um, right. Great commercial radio presenters of the of the Midlands, and I love Carlos. Carlos, Carlos. M's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not just I, I, don't I, I, don't use the surname. I won't hear a word said against Carlos because he's one of the, I mean, the loveliest men. I no, have. he's a lovely guy, a lovely, lovely man. I've never met him. He did come to my school actually in Redditch. But anyway, and this sense- was a newsreader at BRMB, and she she was lovely, and she had the worst sickness during pregnancy I've ever seen of a woman in her like first month. She was yakking in between words of a news bulletin. It oh, was dear. amazing. Bless her. And she wasn't he wasn't able to read out what the government is doing. It's almost yeah, it's, it's yeah, exactly. But anyway, another so four thousand people have died in the UK today. Yeah, I mean it's quite a, quite a visceral news experience that, isn't there? I'm yeah. sure there's a there's a market for that visceral news. Yeah. Uh, anyway, permit. So Carlos is there, and to fully set the scene, Carlos uh, had appeared wearing an Oasis T-shirt. <laughs> which I have mentioned to I have mentioned to him on Twitter before now, and he down with kids. Uh, yeah, and it, it, at that point, I think was he. He used to drive a Ford Probe as well because he, when he turned up at my school, we knew it was his car because somebody I think wrote in the back of the car. Isn't that what in, Gareth Teesman drove? So, I think in, it was probably in, a sponsored car to be fair or something. In Coogan's run, Gareth Cheeseman <laughs> drove a Ford Probe, twenty-four valve. Sorry. And anyway, so anyway, he t- this isn't worth this with this, this all of this. Oh, it is. It is. And they went anyway. So they're interviewing Louise after she's done her couple of songs. 15,000 screaming people. And they said to Louise, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of lads in the audience tonight who'd really love to know, are you single? And she looked at them. And we could see on the big screen. And I was there with my two mates. And she looks at the two of them and you could see them going, say no, say you're single, say you're single. Don't say you, you've got... And, you could see, and she looks at them and was like, but you know, I'm going out with Jamie Redknapp. Everybody knows it's been in all the tabloids for months. You could see, just in this second and a half, there was so much. It was, it was like... um. A deep dive into it, you know, like um, like in Scrubs, it was like a cutaway or a, a family, a really long, like the Family Guy gag where Peter has the fight with the chicken. Chicken, yeah. All the whole thing was concertinaed in real time into a second and a half, and you can see her mind, go, da, 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 and then she went, "Yeah, we got a boyfriend." No. <laughs> that is right bullshit. That's a lie. We all know you're going out with Jane Redknapp. Everybody knows that. I mean, the only thing I read at the time was Match Magazine. It was in that every blinking week. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm not having that, mate. I, no. I was just gutted for the rest of the of Eternal because, you know, Esther, Vernie, Kelly, they could have gone with the rest of the Spice Boys. You, you said Esther then, and a chill 
ran down my back because I thought the next word was going to be Ransom. McVeigh. No. no. Oh, McVeigh. Sorry. Yeah, no. Either, either no, way. Ransom. No, no, McVeigh's much, much worse. E- either the mention of those Kelly. women makes my penis go inverted and scratches my spleen. Is that... A, hang on. Is that... Oh, 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 oh right. Okay, yeah. Because didn't one of them end up in... Um... Was, was, Kelly. It, was it Kelly? Probably. She ended up in that? Because she did Electric Circus, which was the awful replacement for the Ozone. <laughs> oh, did she? God, that's niche. Electric Circus. Fuck. Um, I met Peter Andre <laughs> doing another gig for BRMB, and I can't remember where it was. It was Pe- either Pe- Telford or Sutton Coalfield, or it could have been Dudley. He was moving up in the world, 15,000 people, but he, mm. he went and stood. He did Mysterious, and you couldn't hear what he was singing because the... The, the screams, how, how you know, people's mercury fillings were falling out, glasses were just exploding. I'm amazed that the roof stayed on the building. It was absolutely mind-blowing. And he went and, but, he went and but it's gyrated. But the dancing as well. It's the dancing as That's well what with he Peter did. Andre. He, he did. That's he what went, you got. He went and gyrated on on the speaker stack, thankfully on the far side of the venue to where we were sat. And, and he gyrated, and he obviously did put the baby oil all over him and all this stuff. And it was just like, oh, for crying out. You know, it was like... The, there's, there's there's some people possibly listening to top content right now who don't know who Peter Andre is. Well, so let me conceptualise him for you if you've never seen him before. Surely Peter, that's not possible. Peter Andre is Michael Jackson times by Barry from EastEnders plus abs, <laughs> not from five, just abdominal muscles. <laughs> so Barry from EastEnders times Michael Jackson plus sit-ups. That that's that's what Peter Andre <laughs> is. That, that that is pop star maths. Yeah, yeah. See, that's I'm amazed. I have to say because that is a teaching aid that I have not seen to date. Oh, I that's have, that's, I, that's being Grammasaurus. Oh is, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. On it. yeah. Well, I've got I'm not I've not looked on Grammasaurus because I'm still str- the, the way things are taught nowadays. Because I am in I'm in the midst of the maelstrom of homeschooling, and it, it it's a nightmare. It's I really hard. Aren't kids <laughs> nowadays taught about stereophonics in English? Why I don't know. <laughs> Well, they're not talking about them. They're just looking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they're not buying. Yeah. And then they have to pick a part that's... Anyway. Yeah. But no, they do... Yeah, What the the youngest one, she does does phonics every morning. Obviously, sounds in the words and stuff. But some of the stuff... The way they learn maths nowadays is... To me, it's just overcomplicating. It's just essentially an excuse for people to use MS Paint on some of these (laughs) sheets that they use. And it's just like, how does that work? It's just, it seems unnecessarily complicated. Some of the, and some of the stuff that, I mean, I had to, I had to do yesterday, we had to, one of them's reading the book Hugo. That they made into a really bad master's book. Hugo Cabret is, I don't know. The one in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really. Reading the book, and, and he had to write ten sentences about which are various things. That goes, oh, this needs to have a subjunctive connotation, and this needs to have a pneumothorax in it before the comma, and something or other. And you know, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what any of these things. I'm even, and I'm like, oh right, so I have to. It's like right, this is actually complicated for me, and I'm, I'm a bloke with a, a relatively bright fellow with a master's degree, and I'm thinking even I would struggle with some of this. And he's nine. It's, Back in your box, Hawking. <laughs> I have a master's degree. <laughs> I know. I know you wouldn't notice it from some of the nonsense that we spout on this, but I have. You've got a master's degree, but you've got an empty glass. Doesn't I have. Yeah. Say, the gist, doesn't that say everything gist, you need to know about life? That this just says this is my way of surviving. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have the cricket to keep me calm this morning. That was because um, it finished yesterday. 
Thank you for joining us for season two of Top Content. You can listen back to all of season one right now at podfollow.com slash topcontentpod. You can uh, say hello to us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. All you have to do is look for at topcontentpod and there we shall appear before your eyes. And this, as ever, has been a Top Content production.